Good morning, everybody. Welcome to our last weekly planner call of 2018. Let me know if you can hear me. Let me write it down here. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, Lilia. Good morning, Katia. Good morning, Jesse. Good morning, Gustavo. Good morning, Amero. Good. Okay. Good morning, everybody. I see a lot of people in the uh, in the in the chat. As you can see, it says Anthony. Good morning, Jay. Good morning. The tech support says video and sound good. All right, so for the last uh, week of 2018, I want to do a review of the most common questions I get uh, in this call every single Monday at 10 a.m. And I want to share with you our blueprint, our what we call our marketing and sales machine and the way we work it okay so let's get started i see a lot of people saying good morning good morning to you two guys let me share my screen with you and make sure that i have it here let me share my screen with you and here we go so for those of you that are kind of new to coaching you know that we go through a 16 step module right so let's get started right from the beginning what is this 1090? The 1090 rule, and this is something we talk about a lot in coaching, it's understanding that most of the people we'll be doing business with are going to do business with us 10% in less than 90 days. Over 90% of the people that we do business with end up doing business with us after 90 days, and in real estate sometimes, up to two years. So. We need to make sure that we have the patience, we have the knowledge, we have the marketing, and we have the consistency and frequency to stay in, stay in top of mind on those people. All right? So that's the rule, the 1020, the, 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 the 1090 rule. So to get started with the questions, I'm going to start with a market. That's the first thing we need to ana analyze, right? So when I get the question asked of, well, I have my license, so I'm, getting, I'm new in real estate. What is the first thing that I need to do? So the first thing we need to do is to identify a very specific market. The second question is, okay, how do I identify my market? Very simple. For those of you here on the call, of course, you've been in coaching and you understand that we need to have at least 80 to 90 properties sold or pick an area where there were at least 80 to 90 properties sold within the last 12 months. Uh, it never stops to surprise me that I coach people that, you know, that are new to coaching and they've been in the business for 8, 10, 12 years and they never done this exercise. It is imperative that you make sure that in the area that you're working on, there were at least 80 to 90 properties sold within the last 12 months. The second very important question that I get asked is, can I pick an area in that, can I pick a market where I don't leave. I want to specialize in a mar more luxurious market than the area where I live. Well, well, ideally not. Why? Because where you live is when you where you wake up, when you go to sleep, usually where you have breakfast, lunch, and dinner. By default, you know that area better than any other area in your town. So you want to start from where you live and expand your radio up to a point where you can identify, again, 80 to 90 properties 
sold. I want you to dominate your area, whether your area is an area of $150,000 properties, $300,000 properties, or $10 million properties. It doesn't really matter. If you can compete in that area, if you can dominate it, you will make very good money. All right. And again, it's going to be much more easier to identify with that potential buyer or seller in that area where you live. All right. The third question that I get about market, and again, I'm going to go back and forth uh, in each module. I'm going to go back to your question. So questions. So ask your questions right here. Let me share this with you. Uh, you can ask your questions right here. Ask any questions. Okay. Ask any questions in the in the chat. All right. I'm here to help you guys. So right here let's go back from current all right to market so the third very common question that i get about the market is orlando i identify this area but i am not sure that i should pursue it because there are too many top producers well that is not a problem actually that is a very very good sign when you go into an area for example if you live in miami any area that you pick, it's going to have a lot of top producers, a lot of them, all right? Very, very, very important. So if you find an area where there are not enough top producers, you need to worry then. Why? Usually because that area is not active enough, it's not interesting for good, good agents. So don't worry about other top producers in your area worry about you becoming an expert you don't need to close as many transactions at least at the beginning in your area as other top producers need to if you're not a top producer yet usually you don't have that big of an overhead that top producers have and actually if you're newer of course than a top producer your income being a quarter or a third of a top producer will be more than enough to consider your income in 2019 a very good year all right so again don't worry about other top producers and remember when those top producers came into the market they already when they went into that market there were already other top producers there so worry about not worry it's just focus on developing your specialized knowledge Number two, doing the marketing, the right marketing with enough frequency and consistency. And finally, if you're doing those two rights, right, then focus on what? On at least five sales conversations daily. You do that and it doesn't really matter in what market you focus, you are going to be successful. We've proven this formula successful over and over again so those are the three main uh questions about the market what do i do first where do i where do i focus how do i determine that area of focus and finally what to do if there are too many producers in my area those were the most common questions about the market in 2018 again if you have any questions go to the chat i'll be more than glad to answer those questions for you now now that we have the market, we go into module number two, which is the offer, right? So the most common question about the offer, it's what? Number one, what do I offer 
people, all right? So very important. Offer, it's all about content, being relevant in front of our clients, all right? So you go to our module in the offer and you can choose, select as many titles, as many pieces of content as you want. The other very common question about the offer is, where, how do I, I am not a writer, Orlando, how am I going to write an article, an email, a guide, an ebook? Very simple. There are many ways, right? You can do it on your own. If you don't want to do it yourself, you know we offer it to you via Octopus, completely free. If you want to buy our 10 articles for buyers and 10 articles for sellers, you can do that, all right? That's $295, and you can put them on your website, which also includes for $100 more, the email marketing sequence for buyers and for sellers. You don't want to purchase it for us? That's fine, too. You can go to Fiverr, F-I-V, as in Victor, E-R-R.com, and you can find ghost writers. They're called ghost writers, and they will write articles for you. They're between, between $25 and $35 each. So the next question you ask, how many do I need? Well, you need at least 10 articles for buyers and also you need 10 articles for sellers. On top of that, you need an email sequence or at least one email per article that you're going to automate to send to your buyers and to your sellers once you capture their email information. All right? Remember, the way we stay relevant in front of our clients is through frequency and consistency. And there is so much we can talk about ourselves. I can send an email with my new listing this week or the property that I sold or that I sold a property for a record price. That's good. We should send that information from time to time. But remember, our focus is to make sure that our content is based on delivering value to our clients so we don't annoy them, we don't bore them, all right? And actually, we do completely the opposite. We position ourselves as the experts of choice. So again, marketing, it's based on what's called, what we call education-based marketing. How are you going to stay relevant? How are you going to stay in front of your client week after week after week? The only way I know how to do it without annoying my clients is through relevant content. It's by offering, by offering relevant content. And what do we consider relevant content? Well, you've seen it in the modules. Actually, remember, it has to be relevant to what? To your market, all right? So now we understand who we need to target. Now we understand what type of offer we need to, to give them. Now again, if you have any questions, let me review. Let me go back here to the questions. Uh, and right here, let's see. Okay, uh, Pedro, good morning. Jose, good morning. Jesse, Jesse asks, okay, Jesse, let's see. Why do we set the limit to 80 to 90 properties sold? Very, very good question, Jesse. Okay, so very simple. We want to limit it to 80 to 90 properties sold, sold because usually the turnover radio, which is the number of properties sold divided by the total number is about 2,000, 2,200. Now, if you find, Jesse, an area where there were 150, 200 properties sold, great. But usually what happens is that the higher the number of properties sold, by the way, very good question, the higher the total number of properties. 
So if you're doing advertising, Jesse, what happens is the following. The higher the number of properties sold, the higher number usually number of total properties, the higher is going to be the cost to get to all those properties. Got it? Very, very, very important. Again, the higher the number of properties sold, usually the higher total number of properties, usually the higher is going to be the cost for me as a real estate agent to get to that market. So what I want you to do is to prove this method to make sure that you're doing it right. And once you have 80 to 90 properties sold and you are at least getting 12 to 15 sales from that market, excellent, great, amazing. Then if you want, you want to expand, beautiful, do so. But I want you to dominate small market and then start dominating bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. Very, very good question. That's the reason why we do 80 to 90 properties sold. But remember, we do not want to go below 80 properties sold. I haven't seen an agent with enough success when they are targeting an area with eight, less than 80 properties sold. The market is just not active enough. Very, very good. Got it, Jesse? Excellent. Beautiful. So keep asking your questions, guys, right? We're just in the second module. As, as many questions as you want. So let's go to the next one right here. I want to talk about time management, which is not a module in the blueprint, but I want to give you a few things about uh, time management right here. Oops, right here, share the screen. There you go. So I wanna just um, address three things about time management, very, very important. Let me actually take it out so in case you have questions. All right, questions about time management before we go into the next one, all right? So, and Pedro, I'll answer your question right away. Give me one second. Let's think about three questions about time management which are very important. So. My number one tip for time management is the day starts the night before. I wanna make sure that when I wake up in the morning, I know exactly what my top three priorities are. Very, very, very important, guys, all right? When usually when we have the highest energy is when we wake up in the morning. Of course, the first 10 minutes, we're kind of, kind of sleepy. Well, once we get off the, the bed, we brush our teeth, we drink, drink water, we're already up. We have our coffee, we're already up. So that's when we have the most energy. And usually if we wake up a little bit early, we don't have that much, that, you know, that many distractions. So what I wanna make sure is that I know exactly what I need to do early in the morning. So that's my number one tip. The day starts the night before, meaning I need to organize my day the night before. I don't wanna start seeing what is it exactly that I need to do in the morning, all right? Second thing, very, very important in terms of time management. It's not about organization, it's about elimination. So what do I mean by this? There are too many things that all of us have to do during the day. So if we try to organize it, we won't get them all done. In my experience, I usually go home with a lot of things undone. And I'm sure it's your case too. After coaching so many agents, I'm sure it's your case too, that you go home with a lot of things done. So very, very important. Since it's not about organization, it's about elimination. I want to eliminate everything but specialized knowledge, marketing and sales conversations. So in terms of time management, since I can't manage the time because I only have 24 hours, I don't have 22, I don't have 26, we all have 24 hours. I wanna make sure that I focus first on developing my specialized knowledge, which I do in my house. 
then I want to make sure that I focus on analyzing and implementing my marketing step number two. And when I get to the office, I want to make sure in my case that I have at least sell 10 sales conversations. And I usually do that before 1 p.m. Once I have those three things, everything else can be delegated, can be automated, and many times can be uh, eliminated, all right, or automated, delegated, or eliminated. So the question is, are you focusing on those three activities? After so many years in this business and coaching so many agents, if you focus on developing your specialized knowledge, two, number your marketing, and three, having at least five sales conversations daily, you're going to have an amazing 2019, amazing 2019. Those are the three main focus on your business. So remember, it's not about time management. We can manage our time. We can only manage our day. Third thing, my real estate calendar. Real estate calendar, guys, make sure you guys use it. If it is in your calendar, it's going to happen. If it is not in your calendar, very unlike, unlikely that it's going to happen. So use your real estate calendar where we teach you exactly what to do every half an hour. Very, very important. So let's go back to the questions. Orlando, uh, Pedro says, Orlando, what can, can I do in my community to promote myself? That's going to be in the next module right here that I'm going to add, uh, say, Pedro. So remember, it's first, we identify our market. Second, we identify our offer. And finally, and then we go into marketing, which is what I'm going to say right now. Let me see Delia if he has something before that. Good morning, Orlando. In module one, you explain about what we should be invest, what should be our investment in our target area. Can you go over a little bit about it? Oh, good morning, Orlando. In module one, you explain about what should be our investment in our target area. Can you go a little bit? Uh, can you talk a little bit about this? Yeah, yeah, Delia. Very, very good. All right, so. Very simple, guys. There is online marketing and there is offline marketing. All right. And by the way, Pedro, this goes into your question. So let me let me share with you guys right here. Uh, give me one second. Let me share with you right here because Pedro's and Delia's question are very, very similar. Uh, there we go right here. So look at this. From current, we already talked about the market. We talk about the offer. Now we go into marketing. Got it? So that it is exactly where we are. So what do we need to do? And then the question was right here. The question was, what should be our investment in our target area? Area. And Peter asked a very similar question, which is, what can I do in my community to promote my, myself? So very important. Once we identify this area of 80 to 90 properties, sold and we have an offer for that area first and foremost Delia we need an offer we need to offer them something of value so in return we get what their contact information their email their phone number so we can start the follow-up process because remember that what that selling is not an event usually selling is a process so what do we want to make sure that we have online advertising and offline marketing, right? Both online and offline. So what are you going to do in terms of marketing? Well, let me show you right here. I'll give you an example right here. These are all the modules. I wanna show you this right here, Delia and Pedro. I wanna show you this right here. This is all, these are all the modules we've gone over in coaching. 
and I want to answer that question like this. Here is Pedro and Andilia. Here is the answer for you guys. So we have online advertising. Make sure, make, make sure that you that I'm sharing with you guys. Let me make sure that I'm sharing my screen with you. Share entire screen. And there we go. Perfect. So here it is. So we have online advertising and we have on, offline advertising. The trick right here is, is not only to know the platforms and to do a little bit on each platform. The trick right here is to more master one at a time. All right, so here are all the online ways of advertising. Of course, you gotta start with your website. No website, no advertising. You need to have the relevancy in your website. You need to have the right content in your website. It has to be segmented and you need to have the right offer. Once you have that, then you have social media, of course. You have Facebook Live. What is it preventing you, Pedro, Delia, for doing a weekly Facebook Live about your community and then targeting that information and promoting that information in that zip code? It's an amazing platform. Just stop, you know, step in front of your phone to do a Facebook Live for five to seven minutes talking about the weekly market report for your area, the properties that sold, the average price, average price per square foot, based on the market, highest for sale, lowest for sale in your area. What is preventing us from doing this in a weekly basis and then putting $15, $20 every week on to target that specific zip code? It's pretty much, uh, it's almost for free, right? Then social media making sure that you have an offer, the lead generation campaign that we offer, the Facebook course that we offer in order for you to get the leads. YouTube, what is preventing us from having in 2018, at least 150, 200 YouTube videos? For your, those of you who follow me in Pass Economica, and you can go to YouTube and look Orlando Montiel or Pass Economica, you've seen I have videos that have been seen almost 500,000 times. And you guys know that I put at least, at least two videos on my YouTube channel every single week. What is preventing you from doing that, right? Podcasts. You guys know I have three podcasts. You guys know the Miami Real Estate Show, the Miami Real Estate Show in Spanish, and the Montero Organization. What is preventing you from that? That doesn't cost anything at all. What about retargeting? For those of you who don't know what retargeting is, it's as when you go to a site, to look for furniture, for example, you don't buy anything on that side. Then you leave that side and go to CNN.com, for example. And what do you see? An advertisement on the of the previous side about the furniture, right? What about offline? The phone. You gotta be on your phone every single day, having at least five sales conversations. Not all of them. Not all of them are going to happen over the phone, but many of, it, of them will. Postcards. For those of you who have the budget for postcards, post postcards are an amazing, amazing strategy, amazing tool for those of you who know how to use it. And we have agents that are extremely, extremely successful using postcards. It's not about the vehicle. It's not about the medium. It's about the message. What about magazine, newspapers, billboards, radio, eventually having a radio show, right? Or online show. So these are the different ways we can do the 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 uh the promotion so pedro asked and delia asked okay so how can i promote myself in my community i would start delia you, that was your question where do i start i would start online because it's cheaper 
it's faster, it's easier to understand. But the more platforms you can have, the better. But I don't want you to do all of them at the same time. I want you to master one at a time. And then after a quarter, two quarters, you have two or three platforms that you're very good at. So pick one platform that you want to specialize on and dominate that platform. And then move to the next one, the next one, the next one. So at the end of 2019, you have four or five different platforms that are generating you very good quality leads. It's that simple. I didn't say it was easy or overnight. I said it was simple. If we focus on what we need to do, this process would be, it would be very, very, very simple. All right. So let's see if I have any other question regarding that. Let me see right here. Uh, good morning. Okay. Delia, let me know if I ask, uh, answer your question uh, about module one. Gustavo says, good morning, Orlando. What can I do if I want to work on a building, but there is one agent dominating it? How can I compete with that established uh, agent or competition? Well, as I said before, don't worry about your competition. Worry, Gustavo, if you don't have competition. You don't need the number of sales that top agent has. He has, I'm sure, way more overhead, overhead that you have. Do you do staff, marketing that he's doing, investing? So my what I'm concerned with is with you becoming the expert of choice in that area. And there is always space in every single community building for another good agent right so just focus on providing and giving value to your audience and you will get the good good uh, uh clients listen i always put as an example one of our quote-unquote new agents compared to other people that have been in the business for 25 30 years nivaldo nivaldo started with only one building Grab your palace, then he went to 360, then we and, and then he went to Akoya, and, and then now he has six different buildings, but one at a time. And in each of those buildings, when he went there, there were top agents. But he went step by step, and in less than a year, he had in some of those buildings 30, 40 percent market share. Very, very important. All right. So Isabel Orlando, what do you think about car mark magnets? Card magnets. Well, Isabel. Uh, car magnets, uh, they are a good way of promoting your, your business. Uh, again, it's not about the vehicle or the medium or the platform. What I'm uh, concerned with, Isabel, or what I'm focusing on is on the message. So what I've seen in car magnets is just the beautiful face of the agent saying, call me, I'm the number one agent. Again, what are you putting in that car magnet, all right? Download the seven steps to selling your home in downtown Miami. The five minutes, don't buy a property before uh, reading the following report, the seven mistakes owners make in downtown Miami when selling their home, five things to know when selling your home, uh, what to do if you haven't sold your property in the last 90 days. Again, it's not about the magnet. It's about the message. If you don't have the right message, but usually the beautiful picture from the agent from 35 years ago usually doesn't work. All right. Uh, and again, it's not only about one medium. Uh, the cart magnet, I would, I think, uh, I, I would, I like the idea. But I wouldn't bet on only my the or the card magnet. Uh, card magnets are usually for branding. It's a very very fast uh, way of seeing things. Uh, but again, if you're going to do a card magnet, and I would go for it, make sure you have the right message. All right. The three things you need to know before selling your home in whatever. Let's say if you're in downtown Miami, in downtown Miami. All right. Get it here, and then you put a website. Every time we do advertisement, we want to make sure that we are 
we have a very clear call to action, all right? We wanna make sure that we're giving value and in return, we're getting, getting their email. But card magnets by itself, the traditional card magnet, it won't do much, all right? Um, but if you do it right, definitely. And if you complement it with other things, definitely. If I see you on social media, if I see you on a postcard, if I see you in a bus bench, if I see you and then I see you in a card magnet, of course, there is frequency and consistency. Marketing is all about frequency and consistency. What I don't want you to do is just to base your strategy only on card magnets. Good question. Jesse, should email be on the list? Uh, yes, definitely. Uh, the email, it's not, a, it, the thing is the email, Jesse, it's not about lead generation, it's about econ, uh, lead, uh, lead conversion. That is, that's why it's not in the graph, all right? So, Katia, E. Catherine asks, I want to send out a report showing the absorption rate, okay? Meaning how fast the properties are selling. Good, I like that. But at this moment, it is a buyer's market. Will that discourage owners from listing their property? No, as a matter of fact, no, you're just telling the truth. And our job, Ekaterina, uh, is to make sure that we keep our clients informed. That's simple, all right? And we can just inform, inform them when it is good for them to sell and then disappear when it is not good for them to sell. Our job is to make sure that we have enough frequency and consistency, meaning every single week, they're getting the weekly report, including, as you said, which I love, including the conversion rate. So you add that in your in your uh, email every single week. You can add your conversion rate. Very, very, very good question. All right. So let's keep going right here. Let me continue to the next. And please keep asking your questions. Good, good questions. This uh, today is going to be a little bit longer. Today is the last one of the year. I want to make sure that I answer all the questions you have. So let me go here. After marketing comes what? After marketing, as you can see, comes what? The platforms. Which platforms are you going to use? Then the, and the platform. So a common question that you saw today is, okay, what type of advertisement should I do? do, uh, do? Isabel asked here, what about card mark, uh, car magnets? So again, I will start. I would start with uh, online marketing, especially with Facebook. Very inexpensive, very fast. It generates leads overnight. All right, we love that to do that with our one-on-one -on -one clients. When they come here, we immediately set up with them a campaign the first week, so they can see they get usually between twenty-five to forty leads immediately within a week. So immediately they have to create or they have to implement an email marketing sequence, they start contacting people and they get the momentum, all right? So it is very proactive, it is very fast. So again, I would start with an online uh, marketing campaign. For that, what I want is to make sure that I increase my database, right? And feed that database. And that's the reason we use Octopus. That's the reason we built your Octopus to, to feed your database. Because it's not only about the number of people in your database, more important is about the relationship you have with your database. So the typical question that I get uh, about the database is how often through emails should I be in touch with that uh, a database? Very simple. You sh your database should get at least, at least one email, one email per week at minimum. When you use Octopus, our system, you're guaranteed that your 
a database is going to get an email every every single week, every single week, whether the buyers or sellers. And there's, there's different emails for those lists. All right. If they're new within the first 30 days through Octopus, we guarantee that they're going to get at least one email every three days for the first 30 days. All right. So if you have your own system, the question is, OK, how do I program on uh, in terms of the technicalities? Well, if you have constant contact, if you have MailChimp, you need to make sure that you program your system whenever you get a new lead. And that's the most common questions about the most common question about the database. Whenever you get a new lead, you need to program your email marketing sequence to go out every three days whether they're buyers or sellers, and there needs to be different information for those people every three days for the first 30 days. And after the 30th day, your database should receive at least, at least one email per week. What should that, the, the next question is, what information should the database receive? So number one, it's about the weekly report right number of properties for sale average price average price per square foot days on the market highest for sale lowest for sale that's the basic information you can also send them after the 30th day your listings the properties you sold price reduction new listing property uh, listed a new investment opportunity definitely okay news about the market very very important all right what's happening in your area very, very important, the database. You need to feed your database. Something that I, I have a mastermind group of marketing, mastermind group every morning, early at 7.30 in the morning. And we were talking about that today. They said it's, uh, we, we don't have to, we don't have to pitch our list. We have to over pitch our competition. They were saying this morning. And the main message was is it's not only about pitching our clients, it's about over pitching our competition. Remember guys, your clients are being pitched all the time by other real estate agents. Your job is to over pitch other real estate agents. Your job is to be with have more frequency and consistency than other agents. And usually the person that is most consistent the person that have the most frequency and consistency is the one who wins the client. One final piece for those people that do not want to work their database because they're afraid of people unsubscribing. Number one, if you don't work your database, it is exactly the same thing as they, as they unsubscribe. You're not using that, you're using the, the database. Number two, very, very, very important you will lose more clients because you had not enough consistency and frequency or you were not intense enough than when you were too intense. And I'd rather lose a client, a real estate investor, an agent, because I send them too much information, which by the way, information is to help them. If you don't want to help, you help, that's fine. I don't take it personal, but I'm going to send you as much information as I can as an agent explaining you everything that we can do for you. And if you don't like it, that's fine. But what I can allow myself is to lose you as a client because I don't send you enough information. And that's the way I want you to think about your real estate clients. In order for them to see you as an expert, you need enough frequency and consistency for your database. 
So the question again always says, well, what's the good balance? There is no balance. If you can send them an email every other day, do so. You know very, very good agents in Miami, very good agents that send one email every single day, including Saturdays and Sundays, all right? So you need the frequency and consistency. One more time, you will lose more clients because you were not intense enough than because you were intense because you were too intense. And what's the problem if they don't un unsubscribe? That's okay. That's part of business, all right? So let's see if I have any other question right here. If not, I can go to sales skills. Right here, one more question. Uh, Delia, as you already know, my bulk of clients are in the Dominican Republic. I'm planning on coming to the yard to have an educational session. Very good, Delia. And how to buy in Miami. Do you have any recommendations of what type of marketing? Yes, uh, Delia, send me an email. And I will send you, as a matter of fact, let me, uh, we have the international, uh, let me give you one second. Let's see if I can find this here. For those of you working the international clients, uh, we have a list. Every time we do a an event or every time we are uh, coaching an agent for an event in the Dominican Republic, this is what we work on. International, international partnership here it is okay Delia so uh, very good let me very good for those of you who are working the international market uh, in 2019 you need to have this and this is what we go through okay with our clients all right uh, define your client for example Delia who is going to be your client all right uh, is it a, an investor is it a person that buys uh, yeah, for construction, etc. Right. So, project 150. You need to have at least a list of 150 people. Okay, through bankers, lawyers, brokerage firms, independent brokers, uh, realtors associations in South uh, South America. So, if you're going to the Dominican Republic, think about two or three bankers that you can get close to. Those people have very very good connections. Same things with lawyers. You want to make sure that before you do your event, you connect with brokerage firms in Dominican Republic. And I've done events in Dominican Republic and they have a, an amazing uh, Realtors Association in the Dominican Republic. It's huge. I went there back in uh, May or June, an amazing event for over 300 people. It was beautiful. A lot of independent agent, uh, agents, a lot of uh, big companies like Remax, Coldwell Banker are in Dominican Republic. So you want to establish a relationship with them way before you go there. So when you go there, they see you as an expert right uh, you want to include them in mailchimp again it's all about frequency and consistency it's not the same thing to give them a call once and tell them listen i'm going to go there in march than starting a an email marketing campaign today so by the time you get there in march you have positioned yourself as the expert of choice you need to make sure that you have the date of the event the place the guest the marketing strategy so here are all the things that we do you can email me and i'll send you all this information that's the way we guide agents uh, that specialize in, in 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 other countries. Very 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 important point. All right. So Jesse says, okay. Katrina says, I'm going in order. What would you recommend to do if clients unsubscribe? Use another email marketing platform? No. Very important. Oh, I like this question, Katrina. No. If clients unsubscribe, that's it. It's okay. Just uh, let let them unsubscribe. You want to work with people. 
I've always said in coaching, and I, and I said it because I learned that from a coach that I had in real estate back when I got started. It wasn't a real estate coach, but it was a business coach. And he said, you don't want to sell to people. You don't want to push people to do business with you. You want to inspire them to do business with you. And that has been our motto in the company. In the company. I want to inspire, to inspire you to do business with me with all the valuable information, the resources, that I'm giving you, all the tips, all the knowledge, all, all that great value that I'm giving you as your advisor. And if you don't get inspired, that's fine. I just want to work with people that truly want to do business. I don't want to waste my time. I don't want to waste that, that, their time. And to me, business is not only about making money, but also having fun in the process. Because if I'm not having fun, I'm not going to do it for long. And certainly, I'm not going to do it very well. And big part of that is working with people that are 100% committed. And I say that for real estate clients, investors, and I say it for agents. And you know, Katrina, you're in one-on-one. And you know you know that I fire people in one-on-one because they come to one-on-one and it's not they are not fired up. They are not inspired to do business. They're just doing this because they want to make some money. So again, if they, when they are subscribed, I don't take it personal. As a matter of fact, it makes me feel that my list, it's being clean, right? And that my, my, my list is full of people that truly want to do business. So don't take it personal, move on. There's more than enough people that will want to do business with you, all right? Uh, then Ekaterina, uh, Delia, as you already know my book, Ekaterina, what would you recommend? Good. Jesse, Delia, we are looking to broaden our network in DR for development division at server. Oh, this is Jesse. I thought it was Jesse. Oh, very good. We have our good, our special, special guest here in the line. All right, Jesse, uh, call me to coordinate. We can give you a lot of content. Excellent. Jesse is the head of uh, development for Cervera. Dear, dear, dear friend. Very good uh, uh, person indeed. I mean, Jesse, you know, I, uh, I, um, I love doing business with you. Very, very good person. So Delia, give him a call. Uh, he's always open to to new ideas and to to invest in in working with with good agents. Uh, so best to both both of you guys. All right, Isabel, hi Orlando. Do you have a set of instructions to sign up to Facebook Business, and can your relevant information be displayed on Facebook? Yes. Oh, pleasure. <laughs> Bless to you, Jesse. Uh, yes, Isabel. Uh, we have, I'm going to have one of our team members give you a call. If you uh, uh, send me your, your phone number, uh, I'll have one of my team members to guide you through our Facebook uh, business uh, 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 course uh, so he can help you with that. And yes, our uh, information can be used as long as you're using Octopus. You can use it all the time. All right. Perfect. So, yes, there is uh, Delia's information right there so you guys can connect. Good, good, man. Good. I, I love this this session today going like this. All right. So now running out of time. Again, this is the last session of the year. So right here, once we have our market, we make sure we have the offer for that market. We make sure we have the marketing, then the platforms. The platforms are going to help us not only increase our database, but strengthen the relationship with the database. And then we're going to sell skills. And the typical question for sales skill is, what is it exactly that I need to learn? I am already good at selling. All right, so here's very important. Number one is pre-qualifying. What are the typical questions for pre-qualifying? How do I pre-qualify a person? That's a typical question that I get. 
Very simple. You need to have five questions memorized and they should be in order. And you should be very detailed on how you ask those questions. Question number one, very simple. All right. Very, very simple, which is what is it exactly that you're looking for? What is it a townhouse? Is that investment, a house, condominium, high rise, low floor, high floor, ocean view, city view, etc. What is it exactly that you're looking for? Where, what part of town? Why is it going to be your primary home? Is it going to be an investment, single vacation home, uh, plan B? Number three, number four, when are you planning to purchase or sell? And finally, how much are you willing to invest or sell for? Those are the five pre-qualifying questions. Doesn't get any easier than that. Typical question that I get on the second one, it's follow-up. What system do you use for follow-up? Well, as I all say, we recommend Octopus. That's the one we use. That's the one we created. For those of you who have other systems, we recommend for follow-up, definitely uh, Constant Contact and MailChimp are good email marketing uh, softwares. They are not CRMs. So if you want to have a, a CRM, I do not recommend any CRM uh, for the simple fact that they have a very steep learning curve. So follow-up is all about automating the process. So through Octopus, we send the emails, the system sends the email, and then you go into the analytics and see the people that open the emails. For the people that open the emails, you contact them via phone. It's that simple. Then the third one would be about the presentation. How long the presentation should be is the typical question that I have, I get, and the answer that I give is usually seven to 10 minutes. That simple. Then objections. How many objections are there? People say, oh, there are a thousand, infinite. There are only eight objections, and we have all of them right here on the objection modules. And finally, the closing. How do you do what, what do you need to do in order to close more people and to close them faster? Well, very simple, specifically for buyers. The three questions you need to ask is, Mr. Buyer, we've seen already 12 properties, right? As you're aware of, there are three, one of three things we sacrifice. Every single buyer sacrifices one of three things when, we're, when they're purchasing a property. And they sacrifice one of those three things regardless of their economical status, right? Number one, they sacrifice either location. Number two, they sacrifice space. Or number three, they sacrifice price. One of the, what of those three things are you willing to sacrifice? The area, all right, or location, the space, or the price. So that's the way we make it very, very concrete and we make sure we help the client move forward, all right? We have a full, complete module on how to close more clients. This is not the time to do that. Uh, uh, we went way over the uh oops i didn't have the uh well we went over the uh the time but i have time for uh one more question right here isabel okay so let me make sure that one of our team members contacts you today and explains to you about facebook so i'm gonna have my team member uh contact you and explain to you our facebook course how it goes alvaro what about top producers okay alvaro my question to you is what about them? I don't know the question. Oh, oh, I'm, I, I think top producer. Yeah, okay. I know what you're talking about, Alvaro. The uh, the software, top producer. Yeah, uh, I hear very good things about top producers. I, top producer, I never used it uh, for the simple fact that they're a little bit complicated. Uh, but if you use it, not only top producer, any CRM, 
it's going to work. I don't know if you've used that before and you want to give your own opinion. Uh, but no, for email follow-up, Alvaro, I don't use the producer. Uh, we, we recommend Octopus for that. But for CRM, in terms of where the client is in the buying phase, um, we, we definitely you can use a, a CRM. But uh, for email marketing, something way simpler will do the work, all right? And for that, of course, we recommend Octopus because not only have the email marketing automation, but something way more important, which is the content, all right? Ekaterina asks, how to follow up so that the client look forward to your follow-up call? Very good, Ekaterina. Okay, very good. So last week, I, I highly recommend you guys watch last week's module. And of course, Ekaterina, you have access to that. Uh, where I explain exactly how to make sure that we have a more engaged prospect, how do we make that prospect look forward to our next conversation or our, our next meeting. And I take you through the uh, six-step six step process on how to set up the, uh, the next meeting, what to say during the conversation so the client looks forward to that next meeting. So uh, to answer, Katarina, since we don't have enough time right now, I highly recommend you go and see last week's uh, group coaching uh, call, which was all about follow-up uh, and how to, again, how to, how to set up the call, the presentation in a way where the client is looking forward to it, all right? Guys, we went almost an hour today. I tried to do it for half an hour, but it's the last week of the year we're doing the weekly planner. Of course, we'll resume in January 7th, 2019. Any questions uh, that we left unanswered, please make sure you ask them in the forum. Our job is to answer them for you and we do it glad gladly, all right? Uh, we love answering your questions and we love interacting and engaging with you. And uh, until next year, Merry Christmas, a lot of fun, happy holidays. Uh, it's been a pleasure to serve you in 2018, and it will be uh, a pleasure to serve you in 2019. Remember, always, we're here to help you. We're here to answer any questions you have, and I wish the best for you in these holidays, and um, I wish the best for you in 2019, and, and thank you for making us part of your business this year, and we're looking forward to being a part of your business next year guys bless to all of you thank you for trusting your business with us and again best to you in 2019 thank you salvador thank you katarina jesse pleasure to have you alvaro thank you uh isabel delia uh what else gustavo ruby good morning thank you pedro uh susan to all of you guys thank you very much i'm here to help you improve your business in 2019 take care guys bye-bye